Hello, this is Ty real quick, just popping in from the future, the year 2024. During the intro you're about to listen to, we briefly mention an earlier episode, despite the fact that this episode is episode one. Don't worry, this is just a reference to the show's non-canon pilot. You are missing nothing by starting here. So just sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to Side Character Quest. I'm your guest, Eli, and with you as always is your host. This is Ty. I need to get better right. at that. I'm, I feel like I do a very bad job of saying my name at the beginning. Well, you forget it every time. Yeah. I have a cue card for you up every single time. Yeah, that is correct and visible, and you are definitely telling the truth. <laughs> uh, this is Side Character Quest, um, where we are... You know, following different side characters on different little mini quests, miniature arcs, and so forth. Last time on Side Character Quest, you were following the story of Urk, a uh, bird person. Uh, he doesn't like it when you call him that. Um, no. Who was, you know, trying to rescue a long lost friend. Um, guess, guess what, though? Guess what? We're not following him anymore because his story is complete. Uh, yeah, so guess who are we following today, Eli? Today we are following Sir Roderick, a human paladin from the town of Southbend. Exactly. So let's just uh, let's dive right in at this point. Oh my gosh, I say I keep saying dive right in. Um, all right, let's play some Dungeons and Dragons. Let's, let's roll some, some dice. Let's roll some dice. Uh, and so for your first dice roll, um, give me a Constitution check. Right off the bat, huh? Yeah, right off the bat. Speaking to the mic, Eli. Right off the bat. All right. Constitution check. I got a five. Oh, oh, geez. I wasn't expecting this to go like this. Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> I only had you roll because you said that. Um, but you are uh, you are awakened by a loud thud. You you sit up upright in a a pretty nice bed feather bed you are in your room in your nice you know kind of old rustic house uh what what does your your bedroom look like um it's probably fairly uh standard and not sparse it has everything that you'd expect in a bedroom um you know a bed bedside table flat screen um a lamp um but does not have any real extra decorations. Um, Roderick is a pretty uh, militaristically diligent man. There is a um, a large uh, silver um, sun uh, hanging from the wall, uh, which is a symbol of the god that he follows, Lumen. And that's that's what the room looks like. Cool. Probably uh, maybe a rug or like a good mat where he can do some exercises on. Yeah. So you uh, you actually, you know, when you hear that loud thud, you, the first thing you do is you uh, you look around your room trying to see where that came from. Um, you see a chest at the foot of your bed. Uh, you see that uh, lumen um, thing sort of shaking a little bit. Um, that lumen fully symbol shaking a little bit. Um, you also see uh, off in the corner of your room, um, you see uh, your chimney, uh, which has a mantle above it, which is where you normally keep your warhammer, 
um, which has fallen to the ground, uh, and that is what awoke you. Okay, uh, so I hop out of bed, and I pick up my warhammer. So the thud was the warhammer falling. Yeah, that appears to be what, what that was, yeah. And the room is shaking right now? Uh, it doesn't look... Mm, it doesn't really look like it's shaking right now. Um, it might have been shaking before. Okay, then what I do is I quickly throw on just some plain clothes. Okay. Uh, and head out my room to with the warhammer to investigate what's going on. Okay, uh, so you open the door to your room, um, and uh, you enter into a living space. Um, it's also pretty Spartan, but very like well made. It, it looks like an older home. It was uh, passed down to you um, by your parents, who got it from their parents um, back when they lived in this town. Uh, they do not anymore. The chimney in your bedroom is sort of uh, connected to a chimney that's in the center um, of the wall in the living space that you're in. You're just sort of looking around, trying to get your bearings, see what what the fuss is. Um, but it, it, everything seems calm at this point. It seems pretty okay. And all of a sudden, you hear some banging on your front door. Okay. I go to the front door, and um, I whisper... Hold on. I have this thing up on my other screen that I want to make sure I get right. Before I, um, I go to the door, and I whisper to myself, Never fear to act, though caution is wise. And I spring the door open, ready for whatever is on the other side. Uh, you spring the door open, and you're just looking straight out, and there is nothing in front of you. But uh, then you hear, um, you feel a tugging on your pant leg, and you look down, and there is a small child. Uh, and the child um, says, Sir, Sir Roddy, um, Sir, Sir, I need, uh, I was told to come get you by Pa. Yes, small, yes, child. Do I recognize the child? You do recognize the child. Uh, this child is the child of your boss, um, Sheriff Jaime. And uh, do I know the kid's name? Uh, <laughs> do I know the kid's name? Uh, let's find out what the kid's <laughs> name is. The kid's name is um, Niffy. Niffy? Uh, yeah, Niffy. N-I-F-F-Y. Okay, cool. Uh, then I lean down and I say, hello, young Niffy. Uh, hi, mister. Uh, what does your father request? Uh, he wants you to come, he wants you to come see him. He, he just rode in from, uh, one of the farms. He's got, he's, he needs your help with something. Right away. And, uh, with that, I go back to my room and I put on my armor that I very rarely leave and never on, uh, official business without. I assume it was in that chest at the foot of your bed? Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Very, like, neatly and precisely packed away. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, so you uh, get your, you know, get your whole getup on. Um, you've got the uh, same holy symbol emblazoned on one of your gauntlets. I think you had mentioned um, having a family crest at some point out of recording. On my shield. Um, gotcha. Very, so like the uh, holy symbol is that same silver sun. Um, but the family crest of my family is a large giant okay. wielding a warhammer, and that is on the shield that I carry. Okay. 
Yeah, so uh, you have those things. Um, you grab your war, you're taking your warhammer, and uh, you head back out the door. Um, and uh, the little kid is now standing next to your small barn that's a little bit away from your uh, your house. Yes. She's waiting for you over there. Okay, I say, come, Niffy, let us ride on sunlight. And I uh, lead her into <laughs> your the... Your horse's name is Sunlight? That's delightful. Well, it's partially because when we enter the barn, in a stall is a beautiful Palomino horse. And for those who don't know what horse colors are, it's like a, a blonde color. Yeah. And um, it... Uh, you know, I'm a paladin who follows the uh, deity Lumen, a god of light, so I named my horse Sunlight. And, um, yeah, that's why its name is Sunlight. Oh, that's that's delightful. I quickly and efficiently saddle uh, the horse and ride towards uh, the sheriff's house with Niffy on the back. You have to go up a, uh, a small hill. Um, you guys have a forest behind you, um, and this hill takes you... Uh, up past a um, old church that's uh, pretty far away from town. When you get to the top of the hill, you can see down a ways, make a short ride. Um, you see the bend in the road uh, between two farms, and that uh, that bend um, is the namesake of the of the town, the South Bend. Uh, and you ride down this path um, towards that South Bend uh, to the home that Sheriff Jaime is staying at. You uh, ride up to it. And I assume you, you took Niffy with you, right? Yeah, yeah. I, she's riding on the back yep. of the horse. Yep. And so she uh, hops down with you. Or when you guys pull up, she uh, hops down and uh, stumbles a little bit, but then catches herself and then just sort of stands like waiting for you. Come on. Come on, Mr. Roderick. Okay. I tie up Sunlight and follow Niffy. You guys make your way over to the house and uh, you open the front door and um, inside... You see a older uh, man uh, that you know of as Sheriff Jaime. Um, he's a human man. Uh, he's got a little bit of a beard, um, but it's pretty well trimmed up. He is wearing like leather armor, but nothing nearly as uh, as mm, what's the word I want to say? Um, pretentious isn't quite the right word uh but but as showy <laughs> as your armor um nothing quite quite that much he sees you and he has a you know he, he sort of nods and drinks out of a mug gestures towards your seat as soon as i see him i i snap to attention and salute and say good morning sheriff <sighs> uh at, at ease um, he is and sort I, of, I uh, kind of at a loss, you know, he's sort of used to uh, your um, strict protocol that you hold yourself to, uh, but he doesn't seem to really be going along with it. He motions, come on, come on, sit, sit down, <sighs> sit down um, on one of these chairs. All right. I, I walk behind the chair and say, if it is OK, I prefer to stand, sir. <laughs> uh yeah he he sort of like shakes his head a little bit um that's that's fine uh do you do you want any tea or anything no thank you sir i uh i i had a drink of water when i woke up oh all right all right um so he sort of shifts around nervously and then like looking at you standing up he <sighs> and stands up himself 
uh, <laughs> and uh, and now you know you guys are both standing next to each other. He's a he's an older guy. He's not he's not very old. Maybe in his um, like you are probably in your mid twenties. Uh, he's more in his um, early to mid forties. So he's only older compared to you. Um, not you know he's not an old guy. Um, but he is a little bit. Uh, he's got a little bit of a paunch. He's he's got a little bit of a slouch. But uh, but he's he's pretty well built. Um, other than that, and uh, Niffy is sort of like has has now moved over to a chair and is sort of like climbing over the back of it. Jaime like sort of steps over and and uh, he like puts his his hand onto onto your shoulder and he says, "Roddy, I don't want you overreacting about this. All right, we live in a good town. We live, you know, this is a good place, a safe place." There's nothing really, you know, bad ever going about. All right, just just keep that in mind. All right, you, you can you promise me that? Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Okay, so I had a uh, we we had an incident recently that I'd like you to check out, and I gotta stress this is probably nothing, probably just a little kid like run off, you know, just kids get lost. That's that's their prerogative. But I need you to, I need you to go track out this kid, try to find her, and I just need you to like. Sir, you know, a child is missing. Uh, and he sort of like looks you, you know, sort of looks you in the eye and is like, "Now listen, listen, this is not that big of a deal. Sure, she's just, sure she's just, you know, run off somewhere from her mom. It's not that big of a deal. Just, I just need you to go check it out." You know, may, uh, she's probably just off in the woods somewhere. She'll show, I'm sure she'll show up in like a day or two. It's not that big of a deal. I will favor to her mom. So I'm having you check it out personally. All right. But I look don't at be him and if nothing um, comes of this. All right. Uh, Sir Roderick looks at him and um, recites another part of his t- of his uh, oath of devotion and says, protect those entrusted to your care, sir. I will find her. He sighs again, but he also smiles a little bit because he's like, all right, I I know I can trust this guy. Like, he thinks you're a little goofy, but like, he does trust that you will like do the right thing. So, uh, so he's like, all right, so, uh, what, what do you, what do you want to know? What, what can I tell you about, about this? Help you track this Um, girl down. Well, sir, first things first, who is missing? Do you remember those uh, those two scavenger people that came through the other day? They uh, scavenger is not the right word. More of like um, they like go through the roughage, look for look for stuff for those wizards up north. You know, like they, yes, they look like mushrooms and stuff. You know, those sorts of things. Certainly, they came through two days ago, approximately one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, he shakes his head again. Like I don't know why you know these things. But yes, that's that's right. That's right. Uh and um well, they were out in the woods uh some sometime, you know, for the one night and um the mom came back through last night and she didn't know where her daughter had gone off to. She had, you know, they had been a little bit off to the south. Um and well, uh you know, she roamed off somewhere. I don't know I don't know what happened to her, but Listen, the girl's probably going to come back, but you know how it is. Sir, permission to speak freely. Uh, you, you, permission granted. If I may say, sir, I have stated numerous times that I believe the woods can be dangerous at night. 
I must insist that we put forth a curfew for travel through these parts. All right, all right. How about... This we'll, is we'll... clear. This is something that Sir Roderick has probably brought up several times yes. as, like, a public safety thing. Yes. Um, and uh, E is... Um, Jaime, Sheriff Jaime is like, listen, ugh. all right, all right, here's the deal. There, there have not been, we have not had any issues except for the occasional, you know, occasional wolf, occasional, you know, there hasn't been anything. We, we had those, those roamers a while back that were causing trouble. But, uh, other than that, like, sir, y- yeah, the wall climbers came from that area and they, proved to be a threat that we were not prepared for. Sorry if I stepped out of line. I apologize. All right. All right. Listen, if if you go out and you find this little girl and there's something there's something to miss, we'll 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 talk again about doing this. We'll we'll talk about putting in some sort of curfew. If we go out and like there's and like she just run off, then I want you to put this to bed for a while. All right. Yes, sir. As you wish. All right. So he describes this uh, place that they had gone as uh, somewhere a little bit south of of where you your house is, where you live, um, past the church into the woods. So you know pretty much where where they had gone. Um, you know that uh, that it's about you know a few hours ride away uh, on horseback, and that you know once you get a little bit farther out there, you'll probably have to. Um, You'll have to go on foot for a bit because the trail sorts of dies off, but uh, but you can get a good bit of the way there on horseback. Um, so, do you do anything to prepare? Do you or are you just gonna immediately head out? Um, before I leave his place, I say I turn to him on my way out and I say, "Sir, uh, y- yeah." In my absence, I highly recommend that. Private Hayfree be uh, drafted to resume my duties as a guard and during my uh, uh, perform my patrols in my stead. And I ask that you request that Clara Seidel take over my duties at the church, sir. All right, I'll talk to uh, I'll talk to Seidel. Um, Hayfree Hayfree's a little busy out with uh, on the farm, but but like I'll, I'll talk to him. Um, I'll see if he can make it over. Thank you, sir. I do not want my uh, duties to fall to the wayside as I am on this special mission, sir. I'll I'll watch. Okay, I'll watch out for the I'll watch out for the town. All right, and I'll send Niffy out to uh, to go get um, Hayfree and uh, Sidel. All right. Yes, sir. And uh, I, before I turn away to leave, I leave with one last well practiced: be responsible for your actions and their consequences, sir. I will be back. And then I turn to leave. All right, bye. Bye, Rowdy. <laughs> Niffy waits for that. <laughs> and I look, and I, like, do a quick head bob, like a, a, nod, a very stern nod. Uh, no, uh, Niffy, like, nods back the same way. And then I uh, go and retrieve sunlight and ride back to my, um, my house where I grab okay. sort of my pack. There's always a go bag prepared for any sort of special mission or quest that I may be called to do and start riding towards the area that um, the child went missing. Okay. On your way out of this this area, you see a few towns, a few townspeople. You know, you see somebody like going into the uh, the church and now you're you're on your way out of the city and into into a, a path that goes into the woods. 
As I head into the woods, I whisper a prayer. Great Lumen, please light my path and keep me safe in your eternal light. Amen. Excellent. When you're riding around, uh, are you... What, are, what exactly are you doing as you're going on this path, these, these few hours to get to where um, this missing child was supposed to be? I'm riding very professionally. I'm very well trained. I am, uh, yeah, very well trained on a horse. So I'm kind of focusing on the ride uh, while in my head um, reviewing things such as uh, possible areas that I believe that a child might go missing. Um, possible threats that could potentially arise from the woods, um, mostly inflated threats, such okay. as you know uh, a resurgence of raiders to, that may come and threaten the the town. I'm also going through like several religious prayers of protection, uh, invoking Lumen to protect the child and keep her safe while I go to find her. Okay, you roll me a perception check. Roll me a perception check with advantage for your, basically for your entire time running down this path. Let me know if you see, if you notice much of anything. Okay, let's see. 15. Yeah, um, so going along the way, you know, you see deer, you see, you hear some wolf howls at one point. Uh, which aren't super uncommon where you, where you are. You guys uh, are, are pretty close to the woods, so like it happens. I mean, you're pretty far from uh, other towns and other cities where like the uh, wolves are are kept away. Sure. Uh, but other than that, you don't notice much sign of of life. You do happen to see some mushrooms as you're going along. They they don't look particularly out of the ordinary or or special or like. Anything that a, a wizard might um, might ask somebody to go get, uh, but it does sort of make you think, like, okay, maybe this is the direction. You know, this this seems right. This seems like the direction that uh, these people might have gone. Um, okay. As as you get closer, continuing down this path, you get to a point where the path has closed off to the point where you can't really ride your horse anymore, and uh, it, there's you know a nice um, there's a large rock. Uh, in the woods um, with some vines coming out of it and, and stuff like that. Um, what do you do at this point? Is this, I can't ride my horse, so I have to get off and lead it, or, like, the horse will not fit through at all? You could probably lead it for a little bit longer, but it's going to get to the point... You, you kind of get the impression, and just from your knowledge of this area, you kind of get the impression that you will not be able to ride it much you will not be able to uh lead it much farther and you will definitely not be able to ride it again for a while okay cool the horse was basically your fast travel to get into the middle of the woods but then once you're in the middle of the woods you're you know off the horse okay um do i know this would i know this area to be safe like a place i could leave my horse and nothing would happen a well-trained horse and nothing would happen to it or do i not know this area at all yeah you this your horse is uh you know pretty pretty standard to take care of itself you've seen it kick a uh, a feral dog you know you've seen it defend itself so short of like a pack of wolves or a very uh, angry bear um the horse will probably be fine uh or or okay. like a person then but I you haven't 
uh, people don't come out this way very often, which is, you know, why um, Jaime sent you out. Uh, because, you know, you... Okay. They're not expecting the kid to find anybody. Yeah. Okay, then I take my pack off the horse, and I... Um, tie its reins sort of to the saddle so not to a tree or anything it's not like tied to a tree and i look at it and i pet it on the head and i say stay safe sunlight i will be back shortly cool cool um she uh she he uh let's say she i could roll for it yeah roll for it he he okay cool sunlight is a boy horse uh, yeah, so um, Sunlight uh, sort of whinnies at you a little bit um, and then just sort of uh, and I, starts chewing on a little bag of oats that's wrapped around its face. I reach into a pocket and uh, pull out a sugar cube to feed it. Ah, oh, he licks that up. Licks that right up. Yeah, I head in. Um, so you're heading deeper into the forest uh, and you know that this is the point where you're going to actually have you start really paying attention to your area. Because uh, this is where um, this sounds like the the place where the woman had uh, had mentioned looking for the mushrooms um, and looking for and losing her child um, somewhere after the point where she had to get off her horse. Um, so you're going a little bit uh, a little bit off away from this path, um, looking around, and. Uh, and you do roll me a survival, I will say. Or perception, you can argue either way. They're equal, so. Okay. Let's see. Oh, I don't know why I rolled two die or why neither of them landed on the table. So let's try that again. All right, I got an 11. 11. Um, yeah, you uh, can, looking around, um, you notice a, a little bit... Uh, you notice a, a footprint um, in the mud. Uh, it looks like a bigger footprint, like the the mom. Um, you also notice uh, that it appears to be heading off in a, a particular direction. So I assume you just go off in that way. Yes. Yeah. You keep on walking. You know, out out off of this beaten path. You hear an owl hooting. Uh, you said I hear an owl hooting. You do indeed hear an owl hooting, um, and okay. that's that's like the first like thing that's happened out here. Okay, I am going to use. Let's get into some real fantasy shit. Oh snap! I say, Lumen, let those using. Hold on, sorry. Edit, edit that out. <laughs> okay, I will. I say, Lumen, make that what is which is unclear clear in your light and then i cast detect magic oh snap oh interesting okay you cast that and what does that do tell me what that does for up to 10 minutes i sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of me oh cool okay if i sense magic in this way i can use an action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic and i learn its school of magic if any it can penetrate most barriers, but it is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Gotcha. That's, oh man, nobody's, I've never heard anybody actually describe how that works. You uh, are sort of looking around, um, getting this, this holy insight uh, into your area. You um, see that those, 
you don't you don't see anything in particular until you look uh look at some of the mushrooms um along the along the path and you notice that a couple of them are giving off a faint glow and um they appear to be they appear to be leading off in a direction um this the string of this row of mushrooms uh they'll just be like right. one every few feet um they mostly look like they've been uh they've been coll- picked up um broken broken off and like grabbed and gathered all right well as i say at bonnaroo let's follow the shrooms all right man uh so you are following <laughs> you are following um this row of you're proud of that right i am i am proud of that one okay cool um yeah so you follow uh these mushrooms that are going off in a, a, one of the directions gosh i need to get better at describing directions you know it, there's sort of god rays coming in from the the forest uh lots of leaves covers cover and um it without this detect mass magic it would be very difficult for you to follow this path of mushrooms because on one hand they're like most of them have been picked up and plucked um, on the other hand they're like largely covered up by leaf uh, leaf cover foliage and stuff um okay but uh as you're you're going and following these um you notice a uh string um that's sort of stretched out uh in uh in the leaf cover um next to one of the mushrooms a string so it's like taut yes it's taut okay um <clears throat> with my military training i've realized that this is a trap of some sort so i follow the string to both ends to see what it might be triggering yeah so uh you follow it to one end and there's nothing there you follow it to the other end and it's hooked up to some sort of um like kind of like a spring kind of thing next to a uh bell so it sort of looks like if you were to uh break that string or pull that string it would uh ring the bell real loud okay hmm what would sir roderick do in this situation okay does it look as though it has been tripped any time recently? Uh, no, it does not look like it has been tripped recently. It, it does look... You, you only notice this because it was next to one of the glowing mushrooms. Uh, mu- glowing because of your spell. It clearly has either been there, abandoned for a long time, or was hidden to look like it had been untouched for a long time. Well, with Sir Roderick's level of paranoia, he is going to assume the latter and believe that this is some sort of... I have stumbled across some sort of um, uh, hideout for brigands and raiders and such. So at this point, I carefully step over the string so as to not trigger the bell Mm -hmm. and continue to follow the mushrooms. But now I have my warhammer out prepared for any sort of suspicious... Any sort of combat. Okay. Uh, roll me a perception check. 18. 18. Okay. So as you're walking along, you notice um, right as you were getting ready to step on it, maybe uh, you step a little lightly and it um, it has doesn't have the substance that you want. Uh, the ground doesn't. Um, you realize that you're about to step onto a pit trap. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then you I, uh, sort I st- of step backwards really quick um, to avoid... Uh, putting any full weight on there. 
Hmm. Interesting. So here's what I do. Are there bushes or like a good hiding spot that I can hide behind near the bell? Yes, this is a thick forest. Uh, you would need to roll me a stealth roll to see how well you do it, but I will only let you roll that after you decide to do it so that you do not, uh, you can't like choose to not, uh, to not hide because you do a bad job. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'll give you advantage because you, I assume you, you have time to do that. Make it look good. Well, I have disadvantage on stealth checks with my chain mail. Okay. So you have, it cancels out. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick up a rock and I'm going to hide near the bell. Okay. And then I'm going to mm-hmm. chuck the rock at the bell so that it rings the bell. Okay. Roll your stealth. 19. 19. Very, very well headed in the guy. Um, yeah. I, I... Very, I'm a very large, very armored, very well hidden man. Yes. So you throw that rock and you takes you a couple tries but you got a couple rocks uh you managed to hit that string and it sets off that bell it makes a surprisingly loud sound considering um and when it does uh you hear some hoot 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 um from an owl nearby uh mm. and then uh as you hear that hoot 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 from an owl nearby um the hoot 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 gets a little bit a little bit uh close for comfort and um and does 11 hit? Oh, he saw me? The owl did. <laughs> the owl sees all, I guess. Uh, yeah. No, an 11 does not hit. Okay. Uh, an owl, like, flies by you, tries to hit you with its talons, and then flies away. Um, and then it's going to turn around and try the same thing again, unless you uh, take an action. Well, while it flew past me, I swiped at it with my hammer uh owls using have, an opportunity attack um owls uh fun fact um have an uh, ability called flyby the owl doesn't provoke opportunity attacks when it flies out of an enemy's reach so good try fuck owls okay <laughs> okay well then so it's in the air yes um huh i am drastically ill-prepared for a flying enemy uh one thing to keep in mind this owl is not glowing Ooh. Okay. Then I am not going to leave my hiding spot. <laughs> Fuck that owl. Probably a good idea. Good try, Satan. Not today, motherfucker. The owl um swoops down a second time. Uh and I'm assuming that a uh eight doesn't hit you either. Um so uh, it nah, swoops down nah, and nah, swoops nah, away. Nah, nah. And as it does, um you hear a loud uh, whistle um, coming from uh, up past a hill uh, down the path that you were you were heading towards. And uh, with that whistle, the owl turns and flies in that direction. Okay. Um, hmm. And uh, the owl's gone now. I guess I sit for a few minutes and right. listen to, to determine if anyone is coming this way. Uh, you wait for a few minutes and uh, roll me a perception check. 20. Oh, snap. Not an I actual, was not really. Not a critical hit. Okay. It, it, I, yeah. 20 was like the limit I was going to give. Um, so you uh, hear like off a bit in the distance. You hear a little bit of like um, 
little bit of shuffling and you hear a little bit of like like oh shit oh god man oh man um uh, but it's it's fairly quiet like it's sort of like um person like cursing to themselves who doesn't want to be loud but is like can't help themselves uh and uh then that that is quiet and uh then that's all that's all that you get Hmm. Can I do an insight check to determine if this is a person in trouble or in pain? You can tell that it is neither. This is a person that is like okay. that is panicked, but it's not like it's not like a pained thing. And were they coming this way? Uh, no. They seem to be like all of the cursing seem to be happening at the same distance. Um, but uh, then it stopped and did not happen for like another minute or so which is where we are right now. Okay, then um, once again, I say, never fear to act, though caution is wise. And I continue to walk, I walk towards the voice. I really like these uh, these sayings that you have for yourself. It's, it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's part of the oath of devotion. There are tenets of devotion, and there's it's honesty, courage, compassion, honor, and duty. And they all have different, like, things so so that's like a part of the D thing it's not something that you came up with necessarily yeah i i didn't make it up i'm just okay. using it straight off the D book but i like it a lot so i was like i'm gonna adopt this yeah I, I like that you you say them actively um so you said you were you were off in that direction yeah yes all right cool um so you go up this uh you know follow following the following this path uh the mushrooms sort of veer off um, and as you're, you're sort of cresting this hill, your, uh, spell wears off. So the, the mushroom is sort of going off to the left of this path. And as you continue along this path, you see a small shack off in the distance. Uh, and it looks, uh, it looks like really poorly put together. Um, but it looks pretty lived in. Uh, although you don't see any movement in there right now. Okay. I, um, hmm, I am suspicious. Okay. But then I say to myself, treat others with fairness and let your honorable deeds be an example to them. And I put my weapons away and walk towards the shack. Okay. And then Uh, I go up to, I'm going to go out to the door and knock on it. Give me a dexterity check. My dexterity is not good. Oh, 17. Oh, nice. Okay, so uh, you, as you're stepping forward, um, walking down the path towards this little shack, uh, you hear a louder crunch than you would expect, um, and you see, you you hear like a creaking sound, and then a large log goes flying at your uh, at you from the side, and you real quick throw yourself forward uh, as this log flies by and very narrowly misses you. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, you just came very close to getting slammed by this thing. And it, uh, sort of, um, swings back and is settled, settled down in the middle of this path. Uh, just sort of hanging I there. feel my temper rising, mm-hmm. because at this point, this is the, pretty much the third trap that I've avoided. And, uh, before I fi- find myself getting to the boiling point, I temper that with, and I say, show mercy to your foes but temper it with wisdom. And I ca- like continue to calmly walk towards the door. Gotcha. As you are stepping towards this door, you, 
you you notice something on the door that you haven't seen in a few years. Um, and it's something that reminds you. So you're you're a guy who is always ready for anything. You know, you you're you've sort of held yourself to a very high standard um, of military readiness that honestly is like has never really been necessary in the place that you've lived. This live this place is like very chill, very calm, very peaceful, except for this one period of time where there were these roamers, these raiders who were going through. They were stealing from people. They were, you know, vandalizing homes. And they were occasionally even kidnapping people and holding them for ransom. You were actually instrumental in bringing these guys down, this, this uh, group of folk, folks, uh, two or three years ago. And it's, it sort of reinforced your sense of, like, I've got, got to always be ready. Um, well, well, not only did it reinforce, but um, I would say that, like you said, this is a town that you don't need this sort of military training. So it also served as the one and only time where I've actually had to face real combat, not yeah. breaking up a bar fight, not stopping like an argument between a married couple. This was, I fought someone to the death and came out on the other side. And it is something that has stuck with me since then. Yeah. And with that in mind, you see the Romer symbol on this wall you see a, a, a gnarled vine uh, on this door you see it scratched in um, and this this gnarled vine with a you know covered with thorns and with a light uh, a fire burning on the top of it you know that this shack is associated with those raiders and uh, that's where we're gonna stop for today Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, all right. Cool. Um, so let's do a let's do a sign off real quick. Yeah, we can do a quick sign off. Uh, all right. How, how did we sign off last time? Uh, I think we made a we made a we sang a little song. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. So this has been a side character quest. Did it did it do? That's stupid, and we should not do that. Well, hey, it's too late now. Yeah. Uh, it's in there. I mean, at least at least as long as you're around. <laughs> Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. At this point, we don't have tons of messages, so we'll probably respond. Uh, there'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. Um, yeah, so you are going to uh, ride off um, in that direction. Um, what are you doing? Huh? Oh, I just saw you like leaning over in front of the camera. I didn't understand what was happening. Oh, no, sorry. I have my notebook down here. Oh, gotcha.
Is this, wait, is this going in the podcast? Uh, this might end up in the bloopers, but anything else, I probably not. I've never played a character that is super religious yeah. before. Um, so that's something that I'm really liking. Like, I wish I had, like, pre-prepared, or oh, prepared, I guess, um, like, some prayers. Yeah. Um, but I figured I would just let it come naturally um i've also never played a like military character all the characters i've ever played have been very informal very like i don't know not yeah like i played a minotaur once and a drug dealer so this is different to me i've never played a character who is currently living in his hometown so this is all like new territory as far as like role-playing for me yeah so. yeah i think that's, it's, uh, that's it's very good. interesting I'm, I'm glad with how it's uh how it's going so far this has not been the the yuck fest that it was like yuck as in like yuck 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 not like vomit man what am i even saying now all right and so that's the end this world is a peaceful one Plains, mountains, swamps, pines, cicadas sing, rivers flow, magic thrums through the air, and all of it's surrounded by a single massive wall, as ancient as history itself. So, you know, not that ancient. Thanks to the loss, prehistoric ain't all that long ago. Oh well, life is good, and assuming you don't mind the looming threat of a mysterious skeletal society. Side character quest. A D&D adventure, one player at a time. Some worlds need a hero. This one? Eh, might need a bit more than that.